Banging, we're bowling. Dude, if you guys we're would, beer-in. if you yeah. guys would just drink these bangs with me, we could be bang bros. Yeah, all right. I don't get the reference. Yeah, what do you mean? What's it's, a bang bro? Yep. It's one of the best rom coms of all time. Is it? How rom com? How calm it? How calm of it? Of it is it? Uh, I mean, everyone has their own. What's your favorite in terms rom- of comedy? What, what's but... your favorite bang bang bro? Um, is it a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite scene? Uh, I like the um, the romantic parts. Yeah, yeah. It, what about, it, the, what about com- the ending? Um, I never get there. You know me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of just give up halfway through. I yeah, you know, I'll probably last 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh, I see. And then right. so the movies are so usually guys, longer it's than a sad that. Day oh, yeah, it's today. a long movie. Yeah, I just have a short attention Football's span. Football's over now. Don't remind me, not. man. Oh, no, it's not. Dude, don't remind me. Football us. that like truly, truly matters is over. Football that truly, truly matters dude, speaking, just, just begun. Speaking Could of the Bang been... Bros, XFL's starting up, fellas. See, and that would have been a good, like, if two linebackers coordinated their name mm-hmm. to be Bang and Bang on their jersey, oh, that'd be cool. then they'd be the true Bang Bros. But they, the XFL, man, uh, they've changed. They're, not a lot, they're, they're only letting people use their real names on their like jerseys. That. I don't like what? That. That's fraud, man. Yeah, bring back he hate me. Stay, yes. stay with your roots, you know. Did like, he? Did he hate me? Ever have an NFL career? He, he hate me. Not. No, he, did he? I think the... he. I think he was actually really good. Huh. I want to say he did too. Um, like, I, was he a corner, a defensive player? He hate me. He no. hate me was Rod Smart. Yeah, I'm, yeah, he played for the Panthers for a few years. So what did he play? Uh, he was running back. Oh wow. He hate yeah. me. That, Rod that's Smart. One of the best name. No, ever. I mean, can you name another XFL? No. Like crazy name? Just he no. hate me. Nah, that's he it. hate me. It worked, man. That and well, I guess I mean players. Everybody loved him. But is that the power of reverse psychology? That he tricked all of us. We're a bunch of babies. Him. Everybody looked at him and was like, "Hey, that's not how it's said." Yeah. yeah I love Who's him. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out for him. Now we're right. here ten well, years later. We'll get into the XFL. Our, our deep dive into Holy the XFL. Shit. It's not 10 years later, it's 20. Yeah, it's just about. 20 years. It's would... 20 years since they snuck into the cheerleaders' locker room? Yeah. I remember oh, that. Can you wow. believe that? All right, all right, all right. Let's get okay. into Super Bowl. So we should talk a little bit of Super Bowl because there was an important game that happened on Sunday. It was. Any initial thoughts other than, damn, you guys are stupid because you picked the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo? Like I said yeah, before, I don't like to play the blame game, but I still think that the 49ers should have won the game. Yeah, like I said, if I before the podcast, uh, if you gave me the same option, I would take the 49ers again. I guess, man. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, obviously, if, if you looked at, I mean, both the quarterbacks, honestly, if you looked at their games in a vacuum, not knowing the results or the, the stage of the game, neither of them played spectacular right just looking at the numbers but Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter did what Patrick Mahomes has been doing the last yep. two years the yeah. dude looked like the MVP of the league looked right. like the best player in the league uh I mean and, honestly I feel like the MVP should have gone to Damian Williams oh, for, the for sure game I would right, say yeah. definitely uh but if I feel like the the total of the game like the 31 to 20 is way uh further than exactly how it ended because uh, the Chiefs just got the ball. Like, they should have just kneeled. Well, I guess they might have not been able to kneel at that point because the 49ers still had uh, three timeouts. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, realistically, it was 20-24. to 24. Definitely. Yeah. So. yeah. I was I was at, like I said on the last podcast, I was at a wedding with a good amount of 49ers fans. And, and after Damian Williams scored that last touchdown, I said to him, I was like, it's a shame that it's going to look like it was an 11-point win when in reality it was a much closer game throughout that whole thing. But, I mean... 
I'm pretty sure 21 points in the fourth quarter is the most points ever scored by a team, given wow. up by the best defense in the league. When, yeah. I mean, like like we were saying, they weren't out Wait, of it. I'm enough. sorry, they had 21 points? They did not have 21 points. The 40, the, oh, yeah, the they Chiefs did. scored in seven minutes, they had 21 okay, points. Okay, sorry, I was trying to think about, like, if we're not excluding the last Oh, no, we're, we're yeah, including yeah. it. Because, I mean, the, if... If right. For, however, it happened. If the 49ers got the Chiefs off the field, I mean, it was still a four point, a yeah. four point game. It, they were still had the game to be won. But yeah. I mean, yeah. So they had uh, about two and a half minutes, maybe two minutes and forty five seconds, yeah. and they took over down by four. They're on their own twenty, I think. Or and Richard maybe even Sherman a, got smoked. Yeah. Did he? Like yeah. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins. Richard also, Sherman. The first play. Um, Raheem Mostert ran for seventeen yards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they didn't run a single time after that. Kyle Shanahan did it again. The, yeah. the exact issue he had with his Super Bowl with the Falcons, yep. where if they just stuck to the run, which was working for them the whole game, yep, they it, it's and a it also would have it would have milked the clock as well. Sure. Like I didn't agree with the the bomb to Emmanuel Sanders just because they would have gotten the ball back with a yeah. minute and fifteen seconds left, only right. down three. But I do want to backtrack a little bit. I know, I mean, most of the game happened in the second half. Like, the most exciting parts of that game happened in the second half. But the thing that bothered me most in the game was the way the first half ended for the 49ers. The way the Chiefs were punting with, there was like probably, they could have called a timeout with about a minute 50 to go. Instead, they didn't call a timeout. Chiefs punted with like just over a minute 10 or so on the clock. And then they just milked the clock down until they finally made two good plays. Um, Who's the who's the 49ers backup running back? Uh, who had, he had Tevin Coleman nice or Brita? Je- Jeff Wilson. Right. Oh yeah, he Jeff had, Wilson. Yeah. At the end of the first half, he had a 20-yard reception, yeah. got him down to about midfield. But at that point, there was like well under a minute to go. They called their first timeout, but they had run out of time. <laughs> Ticky tacky um, pass interference call on George Kittle. Should not have been. By the letter of the law, it was a correct call, but I agree it wasn't it wasn't detrimental. Like he, it was a really good throw by Garoppolo. I'll give him the credit for it. And I mean, he would have caught that ball regardless. But you just the the Kyle Shanahan just never gave his team an opportunity to be comfortable to even get down into field goal range mm-hmm. to get to give uh to give Robbie Gold one of the best kickers in the league a chance to get three or anything out of the drive and they ended up basically taking a knee into the half and getting nothing into it I said during the game that that was a loser mentality you can't be scared to give the ball back to the other team you're in the Super Bowl you're in the Super Bowl for a reason you're a very good team offense and defense like. Go shoot your shot. Try and get something out of this. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan just kind of figured, like, I'm going to get the ball back in the you know the second half. Let's just kind of, like, take this game. You know, we, yeah. we have it. Because at that point, they kind of did. It was 10-10. to 10. Right, but I'm talking about, like, they were controlling the whole first half. For sure. Like, if you're only keeping Patrick Mahomes to 10 points in, uh, you know, two halves. No question. Sorry, in a half of a game, and just... You know, you're doing your job well. But what, what are the Patriots always... Like, they built a reputation on scoring going into the half and then getting the ball and scoring right away and that was basically them putting their foot on their on your throat and putting a stranglehold on the game and imagine if they go down they get a touchdown or field goal and then they get the ball back to start the half and then they get another touchdown on their field goal a ton of momentum at that point and they just kind of staggered into halftime and uh we got to watch j-lo and shakira shake their butt which was nice yeah i I actually see it backlash (laughs) it's 
It's so funny. The backlash What's is the backlash? so... I mean, it's sensitive people not liking women shaking their butts on TV. Oh, gotcha. So people are upset about that, but they're also upset about them singing in Spanish. How dare and, they? And I thought a lot of it was funny saying they should go back to Mexico when Shakira's Colombian, which I think is funny. And, I mean, they were both they were both representing Puerto Rico on the stage. I'm pretty sure J-Lo's from Puerto Rico, which is she, a... Which would, I mean, I'm not sure if she is, but if she was... They had was, a Puerto Rican flag during yeah, the performance. But, but if she was, then you definitely should not say... Go back to Mexico. Yeah. If neither of them are Mexican. Exactly. And Puerto Rico <laughs> is owned by the United States. Right. So, kind of. Also. Go back to the USA. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite, uh, you know, like argument that I hear from like a lot of like upset people or, or in this case, I'll just be blunt and call them racist. Uh, they go, you know, this is America. Speak English, uh, which makes no sense. Because we yeah. don't have a national language. Of course. That's true. Yeah. And also, this like, isn't England. England. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the national language of England. Like, it's English. Yep. There is no national language. It's so, so dumb. So, people getting upset about uh, them singing in a, in a different language than they're, than they're used to is... Why are you getting upset? <laughs> my, my, favorite thing, my favorite thing people were getting upset about was uh, the whole promiscuity of Shakira and J-Lo, which, whatever, if that's what you're going to get upset about. It, it's like those uh, those stay-at-home mom types who are like, oh my god, my children are seeing this things. These these are terrible, terrible things. And then last year when like um, Adam Levine did the halftime show, basically also half-naked, and they, those were the ones who were all hot and bothered about it, getting all all up in their business about it. it what, what's weird is that uh, Mexico's part of North America. I don't really thought about it before but that is strange right mm -hmm. i guess it means nothing though i mean like, well, it doesn't mean anything continent. yeah continents don't really mean anything there's not like a continental organization of any sort right there's nato but maybe it means yeah, well nato yeah. everyone's part of nato i think yeah. there's only two countries that aren't part of nato it's right kosovo and taiwan or the vatican or right. something <laughs> i gotta but, say really quick about this is uh do you think that the backlash would have been lessened if two things were different if one they sang most of their music in english and uh, the other one being if they were young girls. Like if they were in their early 20s. Yeah, I don't probably, think it would... I mean, I, I don't think it would have changed anything. I think racist people are just going to be racist. No, no, no. But I'm talking about, don't you think a lot of the women who were upset were upset because these are 40-year-old 40 ladies out there? You know, basically 50. going crazy. J-Lo's 50. Exactly. 40 to 50-year-old women going out there looking great dancing they're and, jealous huh exactly because it's, the people who are upset are, are middle-aged women okay and a lot yeah. of them are probably younger than that so that I'm might sure. make them feel worse i don't understand the the idea of being upset because it's a choice to watch it that's what i don't get like yeah. you're choosing to watch it and you're not supposed to expect that it's like a family entertainment show it's you, football they're all killing each other mm -hmm. on the field i could have about? told you exactly what that halftime show was going to be five months ago when they announced that it was jaylo and shakira yeah like it was going to be two women shaking their ass on stage, yeah. probably speaking or singing in Spanish or whatever it may be. And none <laughs> yeah. of it was the only surprising thing for me was um, what they expect going in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they uh, wanted Shakira to sing Britney Spears songs. Uh, the only surprise to me and disappointment was that uh, Pitbull didn't make an appearance during the halftime yeah. show. Well, he's probably in another part of the world. You know, he is Mr. Worldwide. No, so he has to take care so of the whole world. Apparently, I heard he, some people were upset Cardi B didn't show up too because they played some song that Cardi B's on. Oh. 
but Pitbull is like Mr. Obviously Mr. Worldwide, but Definitely. obviously Mr. Miami. That's yeah. his place, and they actually had him playing a concert before the Super Bowl outside the stadium. Huh. Like you don't do Mr. Worldwide <laughs> like that. That's disrespectful. He might have just had a different gig. What's that? Might have had a different gig that night. He put I the guess. dog out front. He's a he's a guard dog. Out that's there. the best. True. That's the biggest gig in the world though. Mm-hmm. And the Super Bowl halftime show. He's got to watch that fence, that. man. Those but, people coming in. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And but, Pitbull but out there. But they had Bad Bunny take his place, which kind of be a passing in the crowd. A lot of people were saying that, like, oh, look, it's Bad Bunny. And I, well, I was, when I was watching it, I was at work, you know, I got paid uh, a pretty penny to, to work my shift uh, and watch the game. And uh, I saw this guy come out. I was like, I have no idea who that is. I still don't know a single Bad Bunny song. Yeah, no, I was sitting watching, uh, I was watching the halftime show with my 22 year old cousin who was like in it. Like, he knows the world. Okay. And so he, he's the only reason I knew who Bad Bunny was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know Bad Bunny. But, I don't want to know who Bad Bunny but is. But back, back to my point, like Bang Bros. 40-year-old women, do you think they would have been like, they would have seen these 20-year-old women out there singing and dancing and gone, you know what? That's fine. They're young. Of course, they, of course they're doing well. Does it change it if, if the women who are out there are, are 40 to 50-year-olds? They're like putting them, I mean, you know, it putting could. a show. It could. I mean, I think jealous people are just going to be jealous, though. Just overall. I guess so. But yeah. I mean, I, I feel like last year when you made I the prefer point of the Illuminati uh, halftime shows. Yeah? Where are those at, man? Come on, bring them what back. What was your favorite Illuminati halftime show? I actually don't really remember, but I remember yeah. it being a thing. I'm sure it was. I don't yeah, really know like, of any. It's probably just a bunch of triangles, pyramids. <laughs> Could be. Shit like that. So every time you see a triangle, it's just like, yep. For sure, dude. Every you single think? time. Oh, yeah, it's a dead giveaway, bro. It has to be involved. It's a dead giveaway. What about the people who, like, just jokingly put out stuff to, like, to, like kind of sell shit? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, like there's got to be people who go out there and be like, hey, if I act like I'm in the Illuminati, mm-hmm. these, like, conspiracy theorists are going to watch my stuff. That's maybe true. Yeah. They're maybe. like, oh, he's down. Let's let's, let's recruit that boy. Yeah, like, like he if wants I'm, to. If I'm shooting a music video of this yeah. artist who's trying to get famous, I'm going to be like, hey, throw up a pyramid. Yeah. Do that. For real. You get recruited. Ex- well, Jay-Z no, hits I'm, you up the next day. It's not even so much about being recruited like, as much oh, as it is about. you know about this. It's not even so much about being recruited as much as it is about a lot of people going, whoa, did you see that? Very blatant Illuminati oh, sign that true. this person took out. True, yeah. So, so that, that that creates clicks. That's a whole new audience, yeah. Exactly. It's a it's a whole new demographic. I mean, if I'm gonna try to be an that's artist, that's the triangle demographic, right? If I'm gonna be <laughs> an artist who's trying to get famous, I might just do that just to kind of give myself a little bit of a boost. For sure, dude. Definitely brand recognition at the very least. Yeah, at the very least. No, what they used to always get. say is like, no, Jay Z's just he's throwing up the Rockefeller. He owns Rockefeller Records, but. You look at the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati, and sure enough, it's the Rockefellers, man. Come on. Sure Everybody enough, the Rockefellers that. are one of the 13 bloodlines. I just love how a lot of things, when it comes to like the Illuminati conspiracy theories, is like, it's so convenient. Like, yep. if they were really trying to be a hidden society, would they really give out a lot of clues? Hidden in Plain Sight. You like that movie? But it's not hid- Hidden in Plain Sight. What movie is that? Mm-hmm. Come on. It. This is a, I don't think that's a movie. Like yeah. Sure. Uh, sure it is, guys. Come on. Hidden in plain sight. It sounds familiar. It's a movie. Nope. I don't think it is. Hidden in plain sight. Is How that about hidden documentary in plain view, about huh? the rapist guy? Where, that's where most the, where documentary. The, where, the, where the dude gives the oh, other dude yes. a blowjob or a handjob or whatever? Maybe that is No, it is. that's the... Yeah, put hidden in plain sight documentary. No, it's not. Yeah, Netflix review. It's... You're thinking of... It's a... Um... You're thinking of a different one. I prom- It's not this one. I promise you. You know what I'm it's talking just, about, yeah. right? It's, it's just a really like good technique. Like yeah. if you're played yeah. in hide and seek, it's like the perfect technique. Like you, you oh. hide where where everybody expects you not to hide. Yeah, because no one would ever look there. Secret society, like don't put it out there at all. Then people aren't. Then people are not gonna have anything to look for. But they worship symbols, and they think that the more uh, other people worship Abducted those symbols. Abducted in plain sight. Oh, there you go. 
What is that one? That was Abducted close. Abducted in Plain Sight. That's the movie he thought close you were enough. talking about. Oh, Hidden in Plain Sight. I was talking about an indie rock band. All right. Oh, I do know who they are. They're good. Hidden in Plain View. It, Jesus, never mind. So the second half of the game. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the second half of the game, obviously, it seemed like I mean, Kansas, uh, San Francisco took a twenty point or a ten point lead into the fourth quarter, and Patrick Mahomes threw that one last interception that seemingly looked like the end of the game. Like it looked like it was a throw that he was just desperate. He was like, "I'm gonna throw it here regardless," and it got picked off, and it seemed like the end of the game. And then with seven minutes to go and the 49ers refusing to run the ball out, refusing to bleed the clock. Jimmy Garoppolo missed a surefire walk-in touchdown that any quarterback that is above average, I would say, makes that throw to a wide-open Emmanuel Sanders, and then the whole game changed after that, yep. giving Patrick Mahomes a chance to come out onto the field and um, basically take over. And him, Damian Williams, Tyree Kill, the 3rd and 15 play that uh, between Tyree Kill and Pat Mahomes made, that's where that's where it really changed to give them a chance to get back in the game, and that's what they did. So right when Pat Mahomes threw his second interception, that's the moment where I said, if the Chiefs win this game, I don't think Pat Mahomes deserves the MVP. No, for sure. And, uh, Probably, and I will say, even is he the I, first uh, quarterback in history to win the MVP with two interceptions? I, I, he I doubt might be. It. I would I think. Doubt it. Well, anyway, this gives I mean, you the quarterback. Just, you know, it's he's the most marketable. MVP is always the quarterback, seemingly, mm -hmm. and. Not only the Super Bowl, but of the National Football when, League. And like the NBA is always like that. Yeah. Yes. The guy who handles the ball the most. Yeah. When uh, Damian Williams got that first touchdown, I, I don't... What do you guys think about that? Was that a touchdown? The, which one was that? Where he was running around the corner. Oh. Uh, it, it, it amazes me that we haven't got... That better the angle. just there. Like, there's supposed to be one in the pylon, right? Yeah, pylon. The pylon hand. isn't... But the pylon isn't like... Three, it's it, not a 360 it, cam. Yeah, it's not a 360 camera. We need like a full like fisheye lens camera that can cover that space. How about like a million cameras just right there? You know, should be. How about a, a camera well, the in the ball? Is his foot clearly stepped out on the line right when he right when he was going over. I think yes. that should have been short. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought he got in kind of, but he, I wasn't sure. I thought he got in. The the ruling was certainly not enough to overturn. See, see, that's it. That what I thought. Right that, that's kind of what I thought. Just yeah. not enough to overturn. But, but how is there not enough at this point? That's basically what what I think. Yeah, he because did real there wasn't yeah, we should enough. Know. No, but how we is there should not? know. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, there should be a point where there it's should yes never no. be not the enough question. evidence, unless it's like trapping the ball or something like that, yeah. where it's, you in physically the, in can't the see. Yeah, in the dog pile. Yeah, call it. Yeah. So I understand that, but there really shouldn't be ever a time when we don't see it no, this isn't what i want to see yet. you're trying to look for the most interceptions in a, in, mm -hmm. yeah i don't know two is a lot two is a lot in my opinion yeah two, not I great. Mean, two is a lot but i mean two is not did ton. jimmy finish with the better qb rating no jimmy's, both Q, throw two? jimmy's qbr was 69.2 nice and nice. uh pat mahomes was 78.1 awesome. jimmy garoppolo yeah, neither too good do you know what jimmy garoppolo's qbr in the fourth quarter was Really Probably low. Five. Pretty bad. I mean... Pretty bad. Look. Because I, I know he was up in QBR for the majority yeah, of the game. Was, yeah, he was playing... What, I mean, he wasn't playing like super well, but he was doing yeah. what the 49ers needed him to do. Not fuck up the game entirely. He threw two bad picks also. But I mean... Oh, I'm sorry. His rating was 69. Uh, his QBR was 40. Hey, as long as you got that 69. Yeah, exactly. That's the most important one. But uh, Pat Mahomes was 61.6. So, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, he just, he, 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 
I mean, I put it more on Kyle Shanahan than Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Kyle Shanahan really mismanaged this game at the end. Yep. If you're up by 10 with the running game that you have with seven minutes to go, there's no excuse. Yeah, three yeah. timeouts. Yeah. Dream. No, no excuse Late to not game. get out of that with a win. He must have yeah. just panicked. Yeah. That's, that's the, the defense, only thing I can think of. The defense must have got tired. because Maybe they, he threw it again, man. He threw it again. He yeah. did. He got paid 10 bills. Maybe Kyle Shanahan just wants know. to be that guy who's just known for like never winning a Super Bowl. Maybe that's just like there thing. really is so much money to be made. Like not only just being paid like, off by interested investors, but like yeah, just the whole sports betting world is bigger than the NFL itself. You know, it really is. But these coaches, they're getting paid. I like, I I think the the coach's salary isn't out there like player salary is. The the consensus is like basically mid tier to upper tier. It's gonna be between like eight million and fourteen million a year. Somewhere in there. Um, rumor has it Belichick is around 22, which okay. makes sense. I mean, Belichick does a lot more than a head coach does. Yeah. But I think there's too much money in the NFL to throw games like that like and not get caught. Like someone's right. going to someone's gonna talk. But, I mean, it does happen. I mean, it has happened in the past. Yeah. There's, there was a player recently who bet on himself or bet against himself. And, like, he put his uh, – like, he went to Vegas – and put his number like he put his actual name. Oh, that was. Um, I wasn't sure if this was that was real or not. I think I saw that. It was pretty it was recent. A, right? It was a guy who a week was ago on the he was a safety for the Cardinals, oh, but he yes. was like he was like okay. a rookie who was on IR. He was out the whole season. But I mean, it doesn't change the fact that it's illegal. Yeah. You can't gamble on any sports or any. I'm pretty sure it's any NFL. I don't know if it's any sport, but you certainly can't gamble on the sport you play. And uh, he like he uses real name, he uses real identification, his real job. It was very very easy for that guy to get caught. That guy was a dumbass. Call a cousin <laughs> up. Yeah, that was yeah. Do, ask anybody to do that and give him a two two percent cut. Yep, you know that's all you gotta do. Exactly. What an idiot. What a moron. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, forty nine er Super Bowl champions. Couldn't be happier for Andy Reid. Like yeah, that yeah, guy. I, I that was the biggest reason I was rooting for the Chiefs. Andy Reid. That was his. 21st this is the end of his 21st season this was his 222nd career win on 2-2 2020 i mean that all lined up pretty perfectly for andy reed so i was happy for him it was it was a good moment for him i think what's great about andy reed is basically what he said right after the game that he's uh he cares more about his trophy wife yeah than the actual trophy. He knows. He knows how. To, he knows how to play his cards. Mm-hmm. He knows. So he's, he's, been, he's been in this game for a long. He's time. gonna get. What a guy. He got the sex. Oh, all the sex. <laughs> Good for him. And also, apparently, he said he's. Gonna how old is his wife? She's, she's like thirty. Sixty. <laughs> just kidding. Just like he is. <laughs> About his age. Uh, but uh, that's awesome. I like that. He said he's gonna get a double cheeseburger now. Yeah. Okay. Which... The biggest cheeseburger you've ever seen. Dang, I yes. love Andy Reid, man. Yeah, I didn't too. hear any of this. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had one of those in a long time, yeah, man. I've been on a diet, Gluten-free so it's kind of been gross. I haven't really been able to eat whatever I want, and a cheeseburger is. You're looking great. great, though, man. Thank you. Super swole. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you got your your uh, ears lowered too. I did. Mm-hmm. That the old trim job. Mm-hmm. I did get a haircut. Looking good, man. I need a trim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's give each other mm-hmm. haircuts after the show. Okay. All that right. sounds good, man. Yeah, I got clippers. You, got, you do in the car? Mm-hmm. Sweet. You never know when the right time is going to come. Oh, for sure. Plus, yeah. you're an entrepreneur. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh, anything else you guys want to chat about before we get into the what we like, what we don't like, anything like that? Uh, let's get into it. I'm ready if you want. Oh, real quick, what I like. <laughs> nailed it. Took over. Sorry about that. No, go for um, it. 
Damian Lillard just started up. I don't know if you've noticed, but over the last six games, like he's averaged goat. almost 50 points a game. It's just goat, ridiculous. It's incredible. But I'm thinking it's going to come to an end tonight. Who is he playing tonight? He's playing the Nuggets in Denver. They are shorthanded a little bit. But uh, I looked up his game log from games in Denver because that's always tough going into Denver, into the altitude. Yeah, it's just it's tough. Different. You, you breathe heavier. I know from playing in... shows, singing there, I'd run out of breath. Really? Like immediately, way faster. Oh, yeah, way faster when we played <laughs> in Denver. I was in Denver. The shows were always pretty today. tough. Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was horrible. Cr- it's a nice airport. It's a huge airport. They took down all the scary stuff. Did, Did they? they? I, yeah. was telling, I was telling Julia about that, like how yeah. there were like these crazy paintings and these crazy theories about it. I don't know what those theories are or anything. They took a lot of the murals down, but there's still the, the horse out there with the red eyes. There's like a big like Trojan yeah. horse or whatever with the that, red eyes. That was on the cover of the headline I was going to read. Did you leave the airport? Or no, did you? Yeah. The yeah, first layover was like two hours. The second one was no layover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've been in, in the Denver airport uh, once. It's, it's a beautiful airport. But Big. yeah, I wasn't able to explore the city. because We yeah, had city my... walk. It was good. Nice. Yeah. But the thing that fucking sucked about this last time is our, our plane parked and they were like, okay, deboard. And they didn't tell us that we were going to go outside. And it was fucking snowing and freezing and the worst. Oh, in was, Denver? Yeah. Nice. Dude, horrible. I saw this poll earlier. Pretty funny. So it was polling people from Minnesota. Uh, how cold does it have to get for you to put on a t- or take uh, put on more than a t-shirt to take your garbage out? I'll say and 55 degrees. The, the choices were 10, 0, and negative 10. <laughs> and pretty much everyone said negative 10. Seriously, if, but if, the if they're just taking their garbage out, just taking their garbage out, it's a, that's it's, quick. It's a hassle to put a sweater on. It's cold up there in Minnesota, man. Oh no, Gee, I went we. to I went to a Bears game once where it was like with the yeah. wind, it was like negative twenty. It, it was miserable. Really, yeah, yeah, it, was I mean, it really is a lot colder than Denver, I think. Yeah, for oh, whatever yeah. reason it is. No, yeah. I mean, it's much further north. Yeah, yeah. You're walking down uh, downtown Chicago in January with you hear those gusts of wind, that, bro. It just Horrible. it comes at you like a wall. Horrible. Hey, so how was um, Everett or Edmonds, wherever you went? Uh, we flew into Everett, Washington, okay. but yeah. we stayed in Seattle. It was a good time. No coronavirus. Nice, man. No coronavirus. Good for you. Heck lot yeah, of, baby. A lot of funny jokes were made around coronavirus. Huh. Um, there, like, there's, I mean, there's obviously like a lot of like hippies and stuff in. Probably um, hasn't helped Seattle. the Corona stock, like the beer. No, it has Probably. to have plummeted. Yeah. There's a lot of like hippies in Seattle who are, uh, like, one has like a whole piano set up on the street playing music. A lot of just like guitars playing music and everything. I saw a homeless guy taking a shit in it's Seattle a lot one time. Of homeless Julie, people in Seattle. Yeah, we saw a naked guy in, in just walking around. It was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah. Pretty sweet. But uh, this dude was playing guitar, and this Asian lady uh, started coughing in front of him. And he was like, oh, don't even worry about it. I don't even drink Coronas. I was like, man, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, man. Now we've all it been. Is. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. It was a good trip. Hey, kind of strange coincidence, man. I just wanted to look this up because the coronavirus and the Kobe thing seemed to kind of come out at the same time. So I was like, wait a second, where's Corona Beach? Sure enough, Corona Beach is right next to Newport Beach. Where Kobe and all those people were from. So bizarre, man. And it's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. But still strange. Definitely really, weird. Kind of strange. <laughs> Yo, Corona and, means? No, what does it mean? It's crown. Hmm. It means crown in Spanish. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Dude, they ripped off crown. Crown oh, Royal has shit. an argument there. Holy. Yeah. Probably owned by the same company or some shit. Probably, though. It's Doubt all it. Anheuser-Busch. Uh, no, Corona's, I think it's still a Mexican company. You know where Corona's cool. mainly uh, manufactured? Mexico. No. Chicago. Is it really? Yeah, like the mm-hmm. most tropic place in the United States. I had to pick one. Mm-hmm. That's where it's manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, I've yeah. heard a lot of like about how like Dos Equis is way closer to Heineken than any other beer. Eh. I don't drink either. 
I don't really drink. Yeah. Except today on the twenty first. Yeah, I used to drink quite a bit. I used to love the the IPAs, man. But since I'm gluten intolerant now, it hits me worse. I still drink it every now and then, but it makes me like super tired. Yeah. I just pass out. Yeah. You know? I'm really drunk off my one beer. That's what's up. Yeah, that is a part of getting older too. I do get drunk a little easier. I oh, think. I was joking. Oh no, he's wasted. I think I do get drunk a little. Well, also, I mean, the hangover is way worse. Oh, like, the hangover. You don't recover. Sure. Hold on, really quick. Speaking of drunk, Roger Goodell handing off that trophy i didn't see that but i did hear he was drunk he was plastered i mean he was probably just celebrating the whole time knowing that the patriots weren't in the super Bowl. right like, but i mean I he was slurring his words just passing off awesome. the trophy it was hilarious that's awesome <laughs> but Lincoln, he's not gonna else? remember the game you like or don't that's like terrible. poor guy man um oh, so here's his game log real quick damian lillard's game log from denver 13 points 13 points 22 points 14 points 39 points 14 points against denver in Denver. Oh, in Denver. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot of low numbers in there. Probably the end of this. Probably not a fifty-point game. But, but where, I hope he does. I love Damian Lillard. One of my favorite players. He's he's one of the more fun players to watch for sure. Yeah. Where are the Blazers in the standings? Uh, they're just outside of the playoffs. I think three games back, maybe they were second to last. I think in the West, but they've been climbing. I mean, along with Damian Lillard's play, they've been yeah, climbing. Yeah, they're two games out of the eight seed right now. Yeah. Fight. Uh, right ahead of the Spurs right and the Pelicans. Yep. Exactly. How do you feel the Spurs going in there in the second half of this uh, this season? I mean, I was really pessimistic going into the season, and I'd say I'm about at the same spot. Spurs are playing probably maybe a little more tonight. pessimistic. Mm. Yeah, they, just, they lost to the Clippers last I, night. I imagine we get destroyed by the Lakers, even at home. But um, you never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are a lot better at home. I think the Rosen and Aldridge are a lot better. I think the Lakers are just on a mission, and there's pretty much. I, I don't think there's anything that's going to stop the Lakers this year. I know there's a lot of competition, but I think I've been let down by Dejounte's play recently. Like he was playing pretty mm-hmm. well for a while, but man, he's really cooled off. It's like I don't know if he's his heart's not in there. He's not trying as much or what it is, but hasn't been playing They're very well. Not... Derek White's still playing great. He's awesome, man. They got a lot. They got a lot of guys who are. Throws still playing great. Trying team. to figure it out. And, and like their stars are playing like stars, but everybody else is just kind of meandering around, you know? Yeah, how are we going to deal with LeBron, yeah. Anthony Davis, Javel McGee, Can't do Dwight Howard that. tonight? Yeah. Put Jakob Pertle on him? Like a resurgence. Did you see yeah. Jakob Pertle came into the game yesterday without his jersey? No. Yeah. Forgot, like, took his warm ups off, walked onto the court, and realized he didn't have his jersey on. Had to go <laughs> off the court. That's yeah. hilarious, man. What the. <laughs> Anything? It's like who who did that before? Um, Anthony Davis. He was saying um, uh, his first ever experience with Kobe was on Team USA. Anthony Davis did it. I'm thinking there's someone Tate else that's like he didn't have his jersey on. There's someone that's kind of like a known kind of dumbass that did it not that long ago. It's, I can't it, remember I'm who sure, it is. Sure that, oh, it was Michael happened. Beasley. It was Beasley. Oh, Beasley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, probably the least surprising person. <laughs> yeah. That. Yes. that was really funny. It's funny. Beasley can score though. He just yeah, he's in China. just doesn't have the brain. He, well, even in the NBA, in, like in when he's getting minutes in the NBA, I know to always play him because he puts up points for real. He, he can score. That's just it. That's Where all he is can he do. now? I don't even know. I don't think he's on the Lakers anymore. Maybe he is. Is he hurt? I guess. I think he is. I don't know. But anything else, Lincoln? Oh, the Lakers suck. Lakers are actually very good. Yeah, they're good, man. He's a free agent, yeah. But they actually they need to make a move. The trade deadline's coming up. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, Thursday's a deadline. Yeah. A lot of people potentially being traded. The Lakers need to make a move, but they just have no leverage, really. Yeah, they got no pieces. They yeah. got no... I mean, they could trade... Kuzma's like... Kuzma's the only guy, do but... You think, do you think he is 
gone Who, by the trade deadline. I just don't see how you get value for him. Like, are we going to sell low on Kuzma? I don't know like, why. I mean, yeah. I understand maybe the chemistry isn't working out between, like, him and LeBron and stuff, but, like, Kuzma's a very good yeah. young player. Like, I think it, it's a guy they could build, like, right. a future around. Oh, yeah. That lineup's just so big when you run Anthony yeah. Davis, LeBron, and Kuzma out there. And the thing is, Anthony Davis doesn't really like playing the five. Like, mm-hmm. he likes playing that stretch four like Kuzma. So. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And what do you think of the Rockets trying to trade Capella? That makes no... I mean, for me, it doesn't make a lot of sense because then they have nobody big on their whole roster. Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. I really Because I mean, Capella really is a very valuable piece, I think. I know for the last few years, he's been, like, top of the league in terms of uh, field goal percentage on pick and rolls and, and around the rim. Yeah. yeah. Like, really I good mean, rim protector. The alley-oop game between him and uh, yeah. Harden was, I mean, almost unsolvable in, like, 2018, I think. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't I guess, do anything. They think that maybe they could get um, you know another piece that would help them more than a center because you can kind of replace guys that are good in the pick and the roll. I'm not worried about them finding someone that can catch lobs. They can probably find something that can catch lobs from yeah. Harden. It's just like uh, the defense that Capella brings. It's kind of irreplaceable, I think. I saw some crazy stat. It was like um, Capella didn't play uh, a couple nights ago, and the Rockets didn't play have any players play who were over like six foot seven like right. everybody it was a very small line of the whole game and it was the first time in an nba game since like 1974 or something like that there was there wasn't a player over six seven in wow. a, a one team's lineup dang oh so that was uh you're talking about the rockets yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so when that's when they started pj tucker at center yeah against the exactly. jazz and yes. that, so everybody yes. was on the jazz like oh jazz by 40 go but it's gonna won, have right? 30 yeah yeah they won because pj tucker was playing center and he's i mean he's not he, that tall but he's stout and he's not gonna relate and he's got over a, him. and and um gobert has to step out and defend yep. the perimeter like exactly that. yeah PJ tucker's quick enough to drive and and uh kick or drive and score yeah. you know so that that could have been the lineup yeah to determine their yeah yeah, they're they're thinking behind potentially trading Capella. Yeah, it's tough to imagine, but yeah, maybe they could get someone. But that it brings just, more value, like a small forward or it something. It is just the new NBA. I mean, yeah, going small, just go small, shoot threes, and that's it, true. Live and die by the three. But I mean, at some point, I mean, you see like what Zion's doing. Like, yeah, the the game is built for big men. Too. I've, I've seen them uh, talking about trading Drew Holiday too, which I don't like. I, I love Drew mm-hmm. Holiday; he's awesome, and he's. He's the kind of guy you can put in any team, and he can funny. figure out a way to fit in. When when they drafted Zion, weren't they saying like this is Drew Holiday's team? I think yeah, he's been yeah. the guy. Yeah, and it's like, and now they're looking to trade yeah. him. They do have a lot of good guards, so I get that he, you know, he is kind of probably the most expensive player and has the most value. So they get have something in return. Tradable but... pieces because they, I mean, they have a lot oh, of yeah. draft picks. They have a lot of yep. young talent. So Lonzo, Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram, Josh Hart, and a lot of good guards. Imagine those four guys growing together. They could be. I mean. Yeah. The Pelicans are on a good path to be good for a while. I really think they're the makeup of their team is almost perfect to me. With yeah. Zion at the center, surrounding him with really good shooters, they can drive to. You see the alley up he had. As where... long as Lonzo can shoot, I don't think him and Lonzo should start together because Lonzo needs the ball in his hands, so he should come off the bench. Lonzo is a good distributor, though. Lonzo's really good, yeah. I think. He, but I mean, he's just like, him and Zion on the floor. He's like at the same Jason time. Kidd a little bit, where yeah. he passes like one of the best in the league, but he he can go and score and create his own shots. Yeah, yeah. But did you see the alley oop Zion had where he caught the ball behind? He caught it behind the backboard and he didn't dunk it, but he caught it with one hand behind the backboard, got to the other, and laid it in. Yeah, they have been amazing together. He's That's true. Fucking, they've been super good he's together. He's such a freak. I just feel like man. he'd be amazing with anyone. what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not only like his freak athleticism, but also like his mental awareness, too. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Aware, man. Yeah. Like his he, instincts. Where his and, body is and where it's going on the court, where he takes off from, he's always. Pretty perfect when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, Zion's a freak. 
Can't wait to watch him for the next decade. And see how he's doing tonight. A little live update here. Yeah. You want to see? Everybody anything, loves the live updates. Do you have anything else you like or don't like before? Oh, no, we yeah. On? Y'all go on here, man. You can Zion's go on, got 17 uh, points. Just bullets. keep it on. Sorry. We can keep this on the uh, basketball talk here. Hey, what's up? I don't know if y'all saw Jared Dudley on Twitter this week. No. Uh, so some tweet went semi viral saying, uh, What NBA team could you take on? And a lot of people said Jared Dudley. And uh, he did not take kindly to that. He responded to a lot of people <laughs> saying, calling him out and basically saying a lot of true stuff. He's like, I'm LeBron compared to you. It. It is true when it's like <laughs> these dudes who you think are like clowns in the NBA, you have to understand like these are legends from their hometown and like yeah. they will destroy any just regular yeah, any Thursday show. afternoon basketball player. Right. Yeah. I mean, even G League players would like of course. mop the floor with it. It exactly. was like just like me, you know, I don't play a lot of basketball, but like even yeah anybody like, even who's G- regularly in a gym shooting around right so yeah. so specifically jared dudley someone who's not even on g league i don't yeah. know if he yeah. can be uh he he could just destroy you like, how old is dudley here. now honestly. there is some college players who probably could take like jared dudley but just like your average joe yeah. or whoever right no, people talking shit on twitter yeah, like exactly. you're not gonna be able to take jared dudley out because his name's dudley man yeah dud yeah yeah he's only 34 that. i thought he might be a little bit older but he's always super efficient when he's in. He's a great shooter, man. Really good shooter. So that's something I don't like. Well, I, I like and also I don't because I, I want to see talking shit. I want to see these these games take place. A little one on one Twitter action. Yeah, that'd be awesome. A lot of like the uh, Cody Parkey kick thing. Well, they would bring yeah. it. Was that Goose Island that did that? Goose Island did a Cody Parkey thirty-seven yard field goal attempt. Like after he missed that uh, in the playoff game, and just nobody came even fucking close. Yeah, which is really, I mean, that's an easier way to do it than getting, like, Jared Granted, these people were, like, kicking in tennis shoes on, like, an icy parking lot. It was, if, if people can <laughs> make 37-yard field goals yeah. in I know, the I right can't. conditions. It's difficult but, to kick a ball. No, it is, it is. I, I'm not trying to just, I mean, fuck Cody Parkey, but, I mean, I get it. It's hard to do what he does. <laughs> So uh, I know I, I think this might be the first time we ever bring up soccer on this podcast. Okay, um, Let's keep it short. Come yes, on. yeah, yeah. Jeez, hey, I know. The, are we gonna go see a game? Enough. Let's go see a game together. San Antonio FC. Let's go. Yeah. Good. What What is their logo or what's their mascot? Think a scorpion. I think I told go you guys, on. but my. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're going on too okay. long about soccer already. Uh, Manchester United. Uh, they the fan base has been very upset for quite a while because the team has been terrible, and. Uh, Unlike like NFL fans or basketball fans, like these, the, these soccer fans in Europe are, are literally crazy. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fans actually went to the owner's house and were trying to attack. Like they were literally trying. They were attacking his home. They were throwing stuff at his home. That's what wow. Knicks fans need to do to James Dolan. Sell the team. This is what they want. Him yeah, to or do. Dan Sell Snyder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But American this actually fans happened. need to be more passionate. Right. What I the think hell? that's what we're taking from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you should really step up to kind of be a lot like Manchester Manchester United. So, if anything, <laughs> I the reason I don't like this is that American fans are pussies. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's pretty weak shit. I'm a big pussy. Yeah, I haven't confronted Virginia but I don't have a team. for being a bad owner for the Bears. So. Well, I need to, it's because I don't live in Nebraska, man. If I lived in Nebraska, be knocking then, on that 80s yeah, door Scott Frost wanted to be broken shit out. I wonder if he's had anything. I'm Scott, sure he like, has. You think so? I'm sure he has. Rocks thrown through his door. But I mean, not not in the no because it's only that was only his first second year in Nebraska. Second year. Right? Yeah, gotta give him gotta yeah. give him three years to get his guys in. You know. I'm excited. Yeah, Nebraska, we really are close. We you really were are. saying Nebraska national champion at the beginning of this year didn't come close. Oh yeah, it didn't come close. Yeah, they really didn't, man. So uh, it was, they had the potential though. They really do. This we'll this see. Manchester United thing kind of reminds me a lot of when. Uh, 
Chuck Logano was the head coach of the Colts and Ryan Grigson was the GM. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were upset and there was a, a, a hashtag going along Twitter or at least the Colts Twitter saying, you know, hashtag stop wasting luck. Uh, which they definitely because they wouldn't draft uh, linemen, linemen for him, right? Yep. And the most egregious too thing, too yeah, I know, I'm I'm very sad still. Uh, <laughs> still can't watch his press conference. Saw it once, uh, that was it. But anyways, uh, no. the most that they went was to, they made a sign and they put it right outside the field house and said, "Stop wasting luck." That is sad, but I mean, but that's the most that they did compared to the Manchester United yeah. fans. No, I mean, Knicks fans are are getting close. There Chelsea was, uh, Green Street Hooligans. Didn't see Green Street Hooligans. I think it's Elijah Wood. It's about like the crazy soccer fans in Europe uh, having fights with each other, like huge fights. Not, fights they stuff, kill people. Yeah. They yeah. kill people. They're they're in that movie, there's a lot of that. In England, they were called uh, Chavs in England, and then in Scotland, they were called Neds. Mm. It's like the guys that walk around in tracksuits all day, like smoking swag weed and talking shit, carrying knives. That'd be terrifying, man. I don't know if those are the same guys that could. Um, that sounded Like the soccer life, ball man. games. What a life. Yeah. It's like, just how do those that. guys provide? That is awesome, know? man. Yeah. Get those crazy. guys some guns, man. Yeah, you know? Make it a little more interesting. Yeah, stabbing's yeah. gross. Yeah. Yeah. So my last thing that I don't <laughs> like, and I, I think I only have one thing that I like uh, this week, but my the one thing I don't like, uh, The Masked Singer. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible I'm going to let you ride this one out. Uh, you know, I, I saw a lot of ads for it after the Super Bowl, and uh, I, I didn't decide to watch it that night, but last night my girlfriend and I were um, – we were sitting down. We don't know what to watch at night, and uh, she was like, Do "You just want to like put it on?" Because she she'd been curious about it too. Because I mean, it's a terrible concept. These uh, celebrities who are wasting their time on this TV show where they sing in these weird costumes uh, for over the a, top costumes. For no. what's the like? Do they get money out of this? I've I'm seen sure. a couple episodes, and they weren't that good. It didn't seem like they're like pretty good. I if guess. I did guess, I would have. I've literally seen one episode from season one. I would imagine is for like a charity. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But I mean, these are some C to B list celebrities. Yeah, or Even just some athletes. of them are actually pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay, well, anyways, I was. Are any uh, of them not singers? No, a like lot of professionally, them aren't. a lot of them aren't. Okay, yeah. So I was watching it last night, and uh, there was this uh, this guy who came out called the Thingamajigs from season two. Okay. A uh, tall guy, and uh, his, you know, they gave you your clues or whatever of, as to who this person is. And uh, so he made it very clear that he's a basketball player. And uh, he sang very well. And then uh, my girlfriend and I got really upset with it, uh, took it off. And uh, I just looked it up. I was like, who's this guy? Victor Oladipo. There you wow. go. Victor Oladipo. Yeah, the I've heard his music before. Right, right. That's actually my next point. I, I thought, well, I had heard about it a while back, but I just looked into it today. Yeah, he has an R and B album, or I think like two R and B albums yeah. that aren't that bad. Yeah, not I mean, that I'm bad. Not, I feel like he was a little better than most of the sports, yeah. you know, yeah, musicians. Yeah, I'm not an R and B snob, but uh, Victor yeah. Oladipo has some. Lucky on Bell dropped his album today. So these are Catch the, Me If You Can. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Right? <laughs> these are the contestants from Victor Oladipo's season. We'll we'll start with who. Lost first and all the way to the top. So Johnny Weir, he was the first one eliminated. No figure, idea who that is. Figure skater, everybody knows that. Uh, Ninja, the uh, e-gamer Gamer guy. The Fortnite guy. Yep. Layla Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Dr. Drew. Paul Schaefer. Who's Paul Schaefer? Mm, yeah, I, I think I see his face, but I can't remember see, where it's funny from. that I, I actually listen <laughs> I don't know to Dr. Drew's uh, podcast, which is pretty funny. I'm- I'm sure I'm trying, he's got to be smart enough to have doctor in front of his name. Uh, Sherry Shepard, a comedian. Nope, never heard of her. What? Shaver, I, that, that doesn't look right. Who's Sherry Shepard? Sherry Shepard is a comedian. Funny? There I we have go. no idea. 
Oh, that's from, uh, Paul Letterman. Schaefer. Okay, I know who that is. Yep. Look up Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard. Sherry with an I at Ugh, the end. Hate it. Uh, then it was Raven Simone and Kelly Osborne. I don't know. Yeah, I don't recognize mm-hmm. Sherry Shepard. Never heard of her. Okay. Raven Simone. Start Kelly as Osborne, Ramona Platt. Patty LaBelle, Michelle Williams from uh, uh, Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Anna Gasteyer. 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 No cool. No clue. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. Good for Victor. He made it to fifth. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. He, he actually has a good voice. He and then Seal, who is a known singer. Mm-hmm. That's Adrian a... Balian. Don't know who that is. Oh, that's name. the Cheetah Girls girl. Okay, and then Chris Daughtry, American Idol runner-up, and then Wayne Brady is your. Is champion. Chris Daughtry from the band Daughtry? Yes. Yes. Hilarious. He is, yes. He is Daughtry. He Daughtry. Is Daughtry. And then Wayne One Brady. One of the worst bands on the planet. Terrible. Yeah. Wayne Brady was fucking, whose line is anyways, like the go-to guy to mm-hmm. sing. So, I mean, that makes sense. At least someone decent-ish one. Yeah. True. But, I mean, Nick Cannon, a horrible host. I, I don't know most of the, of the, as they call them, they're detectives. So, they're not really like uh, judges. Like Ken Jong. Yeah, they're called These detectives. Doesn't he people. do America's Got Talent, too? I, I think he used to, but all okay. those shows are terrible. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Simon Cowell. No, no, no. Uh, he was the... I think Nick Cannon was the host. Nick yeah. Cannon was definitely the host of, of America's Got Talent for a while. Nick Cannon's like a downgraded Ryan Seacrest at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because Ryan Seacrest is like the shit. Yeah, American Idol. Did you guys ever New watch Year's American Eve Idol? Countdown. Would you guys ever watch that stuff growing up? <laughs> no, I never saw it. So I would always watch like the week one and two because they would always show... Like, I watched the funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love the yeah. funny ones. Pants on the ground. Yeah. Pants on the ground. Looking, Looking like, like a fool with, with pants, pants on, on the ground. ground with the, That's all I know. There's gold in your mouth. Hat turned sideways, pants at the ground, something like that. Okay, yeah, this dude just listened to the song on the way here, apparently. Yeah. I, I, like I have a good memory. <laughs> That's catchy, dude. Okay. Uh, anything oh, else uh, on The Mass Singer that anything, you like? Uh, no. That was about... That, that was, was you don't that like? Was, I don't like. I hate okay. The Mass Singer. Seemed like a But something I like, this is going to be very brief. It's uh, I, I, I should have I kept it for this moment for Lincoln. Uh, one right. of Lincoln's favorite bands, the format, yeah. is uh, coming back together for a High school. Shows. Hi, favorite band in high school. Have they say. announced a tour? It is yes, very. They released like three three shows. That's exciting. It is good stuff. It's good like stuff, for, man. But, very, it's I gonna mean, be very nostalgic for me. So basically, uh, Nate Russ, who was yep. fun, who, yep. who yep. got very became popular became fun. fun. Yeah, got and, huge. Then, and then he he basically forced the band into a hiatus. Mm-hmm. He forced fun into a hiatus so that he could do his own solo stuff. And then his solo stuff just you know did failed completely. His, so, One of the biggest flops. His solo stuff. What about with do... Pink? He had that song with Pink. Yeah. Just give me a reason. Just a little bit of a Keep going. We can't learn to love again. Thank you for right? that, Lincoln. That was good, man. That was oh, good. Thanks, buddy. I think, I think the really biggest cute, problem right? for fun was that Nate's career did not take off like his solo stuff thought, like he thought his solo stuff would. And, um,. The Bleachers guy, Bleachers kind of took off. I can't remember his name. Jack Frost? Jack, Jack Frost. <laughs> it's Jack not Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost? No, it's not Jack. Frost. Uh, it is Jack. Um, Jack Antonoff. Antonoff. Yeah. And and Bleachers is... I like Jack Frost. No, better, the other, there's another guy in the band called Something Frost. Is it Andrew Dost, maybe? It might be. I think it might be Andrew See, Dost. This is this is how close I am about So he was fun. from Anathalo. Yeah, when I, I saw the Anathalo. format, When I saw the format, Anathalo opened up, and they had like... They had two people that were just hitting kick drums on stage, but it was awesome. Yeah, they had like a really powerful rhythmic like, section. Ensemble of a band. Yeah. It says that members of Bleachers is just Jack Antonoff. No, member of uh, Fun. members. Andrew Doss was in Fun. Yep, I found him. Andrew Doss. And Andrew Doss was the guy and from Anathalo. And he's also Anathalo, yeah. Anathalo's a great band. Um, 
I saw Fun a couple times. They were awesome live. Were they, they, yeah, they he's put a good on singer. an incredible live show. See, I, I, so do you like some nights more or Amy no, Ignite? Amy Ignite is one of my favorite albums. Amy Ignite's that, that amazing. Album, it, like some nights is a really good album too, but Amy, Amy, I, I learned about Fun through some nights and then backtracked into Amy Ignite, and that whole album front to back is very, very good. Amy Ignite's my favorite of, of, yeah. of Fun, but I would still say the format's just head and shoulders. It is above. surprising. Yeah, I think it was better for sure. Yeah. I it mean, but it's totally because, different to me. Like too. I understand wanting to take a break to do your own thing or whatever but like to not have gone back to what fun was or not yet at least because fun was fucking huge well apparently he's yeah. kind of screwed the band over so they didn't want to get back with him i believe huh. that i believe that because he went writing, solo i think they were writing an album and then he said nah i'm just gonna do my own thing right which is kind of fucked up yeah uh, that's kind of what he did like. to the format guys man yeah yeah, yeah basically mean. exactly what he did this <laughs> is one my last thing that i like here uh i don't know if you guys saw the trailer this weekend for the fast and furious nine that's got it, bro. No, no, no. Actually, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a small tangent here. Uh, I respect the makers of the Fast and Furious saga more than I respect Marvel. And mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say okay. here is, very simply, is yeah. Marvel is a superhero movie that is silly, but the fan base and even the writers and, and the creators here are really trying to make it make a push for it being high art when it's not. It's silly, it's goofy, it's superheroes. You know, leave it at that. The Fast and Furious people, they understand what it is. They leaned into the ridiculousness of yeah. it all. And they said, fuck it. Those, <laughs> those action movies, I, I appreciate when they just go like, let's just see how much money we can spend on blowing shit up. Right, let's just go as crazy as we can. Like, the story is ridiculous. So the new one, apparently, John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. Okay. Yeah, we, we're barely finding this out nine movies in. Sure, let's do it. How many but has John Cena where's been? Where's he been? No, this is his first one. Okay, I thought he was in the last one. Uh, but I, I haven't seen any since the first one. So, so yeah, say. that's basically my point. So I was talking to my buddy Devin, and, and now since you have, you, see, you have seen the first one. I've just seen the first okay, one. So my buddy yes. Devin has never seen any of them. But... He should watch all eight. No, I don't want him to. I want him to watch the first one and the last one. <laughs> Does he know that? Just Paul to see Walker's that progression. Dead? I think he's heard of it. Okay, well, you don't want to see like up. the natural, beautiful, slow no. progression. The thing is, like, <laughs> I just think it's important to see the insane jump from a car racing movie to they're now literally superheroes. <laughs> I believe it. I, I'll take your word for it because I don't know. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Like, let's just just go on. They just yeah. leaned into it head on. Yeah. And I kind of respect it. Oh yeah. yeah. I kind of have to respect how crazy they went. They're not trying to be serious. They're not trying to be. Let's just see how Oscar long people are going to keep movies. giving us money to make these movies. So yeah, but see, here's the crazy part: is I was actually uh, I was up late one night and I was looking at all the the money that it, that it uh, that it costs to make these movies and how much it gets back. Uh, so Fast and Furious. They make a 8, ton of money. It, internationally. Okay. So $250 million was the budget for this movie, for Fast and Furious 8. It's a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, it pretty... made in America $235 million, So okay. it, it went under. Right. Yep. But in uh, internationally, it made over a billion dollars. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. So really, these movies that are That makes made, me sad. Yeah, these movies are made in America... But for international audiences. Wow. Okay, but I mean, they know if they can make $750 million. Dude, the rest of the world needs to learn how to make movies, man. Well, the rest of the world has great movies. But the thing is... Learn how they gotta blow like, shit up though. They they want the blow. They don't blow shit up. Like, yeah, they need yeah, the they shit. Don't, they don't blow shit up like Americans. Yeah. That's what they Can need, that's man. That's as American as apple pie. That's what generates a billion dollers right there. Really. Blowing the shit is, up. It is sad that, that there is a, a massive, uh, you know, high art as far as film goes when it comes to international filmmakers. But at the end of the day, there's gonna be those general audiences in these countries that just want to see these crazy action set pieces. 
And that's basically where the Fast and Furious is kind of just like con in there. Basically the same thing that happened with the Transformers movies. Those movies were doing terrible financially in the United States, but they did so well internationally. Mm-hmm. So that's why they we, just kept making them. Yeah. You guys, we need to figure out how we blow shit up for the podcast. You know what I mean? We should start blowing shit up on the podcast. Hey, I, I work for a guy that got famous blowing shit up. That's... If you, if you can make money doing it, that's the way to so do it. So we should do it too, probably, right? Put, yeah. a, put an explosion sound right here. Oh, all the followers. Very good at it there, Lincoln. That sounded very realistic. Dude, we got that recorded, so yeah, now from now on. We'll just use that use sound. That one. For mm-hmm. sure. I might edit it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Make it sound more like a fart. <laughs> right? I didn't make a fart. A fart it's like, bomb. It's like a badass comedy. Anything else no, you like or don't like? All right. Go ahead. I got a bunch of stuff that I like, honestly, but we'll, we'll see where we get to. Uh, I'll start with, uh, have you seen the HBO show The Outsiders? I've heard it's great. It is fucking fantastic. Nice. It's, uh, they got Pony Boy. No, they have Jason Bateman for, I won't spoil it, but Jason Bateman's in it. Does he play Pony Boy like from the no, book The Outsiders? Jason. Oh, I did it watch is, that. Is, is the book you're talking about a Stephen King book? No, it's not. No, it's about the greasers, you know? Okay. Well, this, The Outsiders, is based off a Stephen King book. So, you know it's pretty fucked up. It's basically a really very confusing murder mystery. I won't get too deep into it. because I mean, like, the plot of the show is someone kills somebody and there's, like, plain evidence, like, four different people saw him. He's on camera killing these this person. Very cut and dry but in reality this person was all also in a uh, separate location like 70 miles away on camera at the time of the murder and it's a very confusing like how the fuck does this even happen twin brother easy we're trying to find out we're four episodes in so far that and i don't like it it it, it's like demonic shit it's pretty fucked up okay but like I, I really like watching shows like these because it is a week-to-week show. It's mm-hmm. not a binge show. So I feel right. like you appreciate those shows a little bit more where it's like I watched like, I don't know, like Stranger Things or something like that. I watched that in like one sitting basically and now I couldn't even tell you anything that happened in that past season because it was just eight hours of my life. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It. I feel like, uh, do you think people are eventually going to get to the point where they're tired of this binge kind of praise? I, I'm over binging. Stuff. Exactly. You just got to control so yourself, guys. Yeah. I, no, but see, I hate is, cliffhangers. I hate cliffhanger television. But, but it's still it's not the worst. Can you still tell me everything that happened in season three of Stranger Things? See, I haven't seen it. So I didn't feel like it. I can actually tell you kind of some stuff, but not nearly as much stuff as I can right. tell you. Of like, well, I guess I've kind of been binging the episode. But the thing but. is, at this point, with when it comes to Stranger Things, have I told you what happened in episode three? Yeah, no clue. Exactly, no and that's clue. where binging kind of gets, you know, muddled. Lost because for some people, I think some people have the ability to watch it all, but you also have to be disciplined. Like if you don't want to binge, just don't binge. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when I binge shows, I'll just kind of stop paying attention and just be on my phone for like 20 minutes and just right. kind of miss a big chunk of whatever happened if i'm respecting a show like okay i'm going to dedicate one hour to this show or something like that mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to take it all in at once so yeah. having a show like the outsiders highly fucking recommended been really fucking good yeah i'm still on the sopranos so i get that been been on that I one that. but i would still say when it comes to binging when you say like you need to have your own discipline yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people on on Twitter that watch that shit so fucking fast. Yeah, they're it's just true. out there just spoiling Spoiled. shit like that all over the place. Yeah, and it is true that like, yeah, you you have an easier time to kind of collect everything if you uh, consume 
episodes slower at a slower yeah, I think rate. So too, because yeah. things resonate more. The yeah, yeah. themes of the story will, will stick with you more. Uh, think about it yeah, throughout like, the week. You might remember it pretty well like while you're watching the mm-hmm. show still, but once you stop watching the show, then the bits and pieces will kind of get scattered. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like... Like there's a, there's a point where I loved Game of Thrones, you know, with all my heart. Right. And I was watching that from season three on, and uh, week to week, week to week. Yeah. Yeah. And then literally wait per year for mm-hmm. the new season to come out. And I remember in the end of season five when a main character passes away, I remember waiting the full year of like, what the fuck? How the like, fuck does this even happen? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I had to deal with that for a full year and, and Tom, he just kind of went to the next episode. I had episode. to deal with that shit for 30 minutes, bro. It was tragic. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Couldn't believe yeah. it. <laughs> See, but I remember having like sit downs and discussions with my friends over like, what does this mean for the story? And- right. I remember like, I was for whatever stupid reason, I was like, adamantly against watching game of thrones because i was just trying to go against the trend i guess and i remember like my wife would watch it like it like week to week she would have like watching parties with her friends basically and then they would discuss it for like an hour afterwards i'm like is it really fucking like this and then i watched six seasons over like a two-month span and it was the best fucking Mm -hmm. six seasons of any show i've ever seen and then it ended how it ended right yeah it's not great but the thing is like if we talked if you and i had a had a in-depth conversation about Game of Thrones. I could probably tell you season is way season. more. Yeah, way because more. I've I saw forgotten it for, most everything. Right, already. because I saw it like per yeah. season, week yeah. to week. Where he saw it in a basically, oh, I'm not gonna say a sitting, but mostly a sitting. For sure. essentially a sitting. Because, so it yeah. also gives you more time to be disappointed too. You yeah. start thinking about what should exactly. happen and things. It should. Yeah, oh, no, it, exactly. On, the cords. I see it's unplugged. No, it's just unplugged. Oh, okay. But like, if you're able to digest and fully like feel bad for this character dying or feel happiness for this character thriving or whatever it 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 changes how you feel about the Mm. show and then for me as i watched game of thrones and was severely disappointed by the last basically like season and a half it wouldn't have it didn't affect me like it affected josh or it affected my wife or anything like yeah i can't watch anything that it comes to game of thrones like i would love to go revisit the tv show but then it's just gonna make me think about the last i'll watch it again and probably stop Season six. After season six, maybe yeah. seven, but I mean, the last season was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I was on the boat that season seven was bad. Season like, seven for was a long time. Well, season one good. was ridiculous, season, guys. Come on, season, season one's, one's great. ridiculous. They're all really good. Nah, I only saw one except episode. those last ones. And to me, it was ridiculous. It took me like <laughs> three times to finally get into Game of Thrones. Like I tried to go like the first three episodes. I I watched the first three episodes probably two or three times before I finally. Yeah got through everything yeah, it, the it, tv it shows are a little bit more like that but in yeah. general i like to think that my first instinct is the right one and yeah. pretty much all forms of art your game of thrones instinct is wrong yeah I, well you know me i only like things that have like um you know eternal meaning and like oh there's a metaphysical meaning, i, I want to take something away positive from meaning, it buddy. i want to learn positive it's not going to be as positive yeah, yeah, it's see, not going to be that man, you gotta I, get, you gotta, life is beautiful you man. gotta see that sadness man because then that makes the happiest stuff better i know all the sadness i experience it on a daily basis man i'm familiar with all of it they're not going to introduce anything to me there's nothing new under the sun there definitely is there's nothing people, always people have it worse Plenty new under the sun. No, there's it's like the movie Parasite with the whole idea of like half basements and and you know this f- rich family living half on a, basically a hill. You mean like yeah. a split level? Did there's lots Parasite? of split levels in yeah, Fair Oaks Ranch. Parasite. You haven't seen Parasite? I've seen the first fifteen or twenty minutes. I can't wait to watch the rest so of it. But remember, I saw like the subtitles were were wrong. Yeah, but you remember yeah. in the beginning where they're kind of like they're peeking out and they can see the street. Yeah. So they live in like a half base, and I'm not gonna get too much into the story, okay, but, yeah. but it it can get worse. 
It can get worse. So what can get worse? Life can get worse. Of course, life can get worse. But people are living in half basements long yeah, before Parasite. Is, yeah, but the thing is, what I'm saying is, it's important to watch and understand what you know the people who less than you have. Instead you of think I'm going to learn happiness. that from from Game of Thrones from some rich people making a movie about something they didn't experience a probably. thousand years ago? Yep, probably. Come on, you can't turn this into a moral lesson on me. What are you talking about? So one more thing that I do like. Uh, the current Twitter beef between the uh, Golden State Warriors and John Morant yes. and the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, for those of you not in the loop about this, um, I can't remember. It was a rookie on the war on the Grizzlies who was basically saying he can't wait until Andre Iguodala, who is refusing to play for the Memphis Grizzlies after he's been traded to them, he's refusing to play for him. Uh, he said he can't wait for him to be gone so everybody can kind of thrive without him there. And then Steph Curry basically uh, put a picture on his Instagram saying like how he was the MVP and in one finals. And then John Morant came back saying, nah, Kevin Durant is the one who kind of held the water to get you guys the three. And just, I respect the shit out of John Morant for going after these dudes who have built this reputation in the NBA because John Morant in his half a season of basketball has really kind of has the right to talk like this because he's been the best rookie in the league up until this point. Mm-hmm. So, But Brandon Clark off the bench, though, been the best rookie. He just doesn't get as many minutes, unfortunately. Who was, who was the guy? He, he's like the most efficient rookie in NBA history. Brandon yeah. Clark, my boy. That's good. Crazy. Who was the rookie who said uh, the NBA could suck his dick? Did you see that? <laughs> no. I can't remember who it was. Um, basically, it was a so guy... So he's not on a team, I assume. No, he is. Oh, really? He, he, was, he was left off the, N- uh, the NBA All-Star Rising Stars game, and he was like on Instagram Live, and he was like, man, NBA can suck my dick. I don't even care about that shit. Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. Yeah, he plays for the Pelicans. Yeah. He's actually good. He's from UT. Went He's school. averaging eight points and four rebounds. He's not playing that many minutes. That, he's been no, good. No, exactly. He's he's playing well in his yeah, yeah. limited minutes, but it's like, bro, you can't really expect to be in the Rising Star game, <laughs> averaging eight and four. And I mean, it's un- unfortunate you're yeah. not getting your minutes. You maybe are better than some of these dudes in the game, but <laughs> maybe going on Instagram saying that NBA can suck his dick, <laughs> not the best move for him. <laughs> um, Is he just trying to be funny? I don't know. No, he, he was very pissed serious. about it. He was very pissed about it. It was very funny. Um, okay, the one thing I don't like, not that I had money on it or anything, it's just I feel really bad. The best prop bet that, like, busted in the Super Bowl was Pat Mahomes rushing yards. So, Pat Mahomes going into the final drive where he's just taking knees, he had 44 rushing yards. And the over-under for rushing yards for him in the game was 33 and a half on the three kneel downs before he just threw the ball on fourth down just to kill the clock, he went negative five, negative three, negative seven for minus 15 yards, putting his rushing total at 29 (laughs) and losing the over-under bet on rushing yards. I just couldn't imagine putting any amount of money being like, we're good. We're good. He's just going to take three normal kneel downs and we're fine. I actually saw a lot of people that were excited about that. I mean, (laughs) 33 rushing yards for a guy who's been rushing a lot in the postseason. Yeah. An over bet in that seat, it seems comfortable. And it was comfortably over until until it wasn't. <laughs> now, I think that it, a lot of people were happy about it from uh, Fantasy Labs. That they had, so Fantasy Labs is owned by Action Network, which yeah. is a huge betting site now. Yeah. And they were on the unders on pretty much everything in the game. Yeah. And they got pretty lucky with that one. Should have been yeah. the over for sure. Yeah. But I think most of the unders hit. I, I guess the the over on the total. The, total, the total went under. 
Um, oh, I thought the total went over no, in like the, the last second. It was no, it was fifty three and a uh, half. It was okay. either fifty three or fifty two. It ended. Oh, at I think it dropped lower than when we uh, uh, took it. it. Yeah, it, the no, the totals definitely dropped at the very end. Okay, it, yeah. it ended at fifty one, which was close. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what ours was at, but it's probably right around. Yeah, there, yeah, for sure. But I mean, a lot of disappointment in that game. The most obvious one was tails never fails. Do you Ish. know? How, do you know how many times in a row it's been tails at the Super Bowl? Six? Five. Okay. Five times in a row it's been Tails in the Super Bowl. Never fails. Why aren't we talking about a Tails dynasty at this point? Six rings. DuckTales? Oh, actually, we don't yes. know how many. We don't know how many rings it's had, but six in a row. I mean, five he wins row. every time. Heads has been Heads has been a no-show for the last five years. Kind Unbelievable. Of, kind of pathetic. It's probably yeah. science, but like one side's so just a little bit heavier, right? I would imagine they the head really would take care of that. But the I head mean, seems like it'd be a little but heavier. But it isn't, it isn't like a quarter, you know? It's like one oh, side yeah. is like the Super Bowl logo, and the other side is like the NFL Shield oh, or something true. like that. You think there's weight added to it, though? I could do all sorts of shit, They man. could, man. They could. But, I mean, really, it's on. If you're not calling tails, that's on you. Like, you have nobody to blame but yourself at that point. What about you, Joshy? Your heads or tails? I'm a heads guy. I've always kind of I've gone tails ever since I heard the rhyme, man. Tails are tails. Like, oh, but the thing shit. is, I'm a contrarian. Well, yeah. your contrarian lifestyle would be zero for five in the but last. I five think Super that um, I'm a contrarian too, and I think that heads was like the the non-contrarian move before I learned tails never fails. Yeah, like so when you're when you're a tiny little fails. kid. When I heard yeah. tails never fails, I was like, fuck uh, that. Yeah, everyone started going tails. Exactly. I guess. I mean, everybody goes heavy tails because tails never fails. It's not like you have a lot of options. You know, you see their tails never fails, or you're contrarian to heads, or mm-hmm. you're contrarian to. Let's tails make up fails. one for heads. Heads never sheds. Heads. Heads. Gets. Never goes to bed. Heads never goes to bed. <laughs> that means they never. <laughs> heads lose, got the leads. Heads never. Heads don't need no meds. Heads don't need no meds. Yeah. Sheds. Feds. Reds. Um, reds. Bet. Yeah, we're doomed. Yeah. Tails never heads, fails. Heads, tails never heads. fails. It, it was tails really... always fails. See, that's just as, as tails accurate. O- tails always fails. You could just switch that one word. Oh crap! Shit. You now it's contrarian. Just I have no a idea. Whole wrench in the system, like that. Dang, tails bro. always fails. Oh. All right. Last thing I don't like before we talk about XFL. We should just talk about heads versus tails for the rest of the pod. We could talk about it for a long tails. time. We, we should be the heads and tails podcast. Yeah. We're brought to you by we, coins. We just flip. And we have live betters going That'd nonstop. That'd be thrilling. <laughs> Exhilarating podcast. Just take my word for it. It's tails every time. Um, 14 straight games is finally over. Derrick Rose didn't score 20 points in his last game. It's unfortunate. 14 straight games for Derrick Rose, though. Dang. That's my man right there. Mm. I really hope he gets traded. Rose never I froze. He, I hope he ends up on the Lakers. I hope he gets a championship. I would love that shit. That'd be cool. I would love that. Good for him. Yeah. Now, who would Detroit get back? Get Kuzma? Kuzma for Rose? That's not, that's not that bad. not that bad. That's not that bad. Like Especially because yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Rose is on like a one-year deal or something like that with Detroit. So you might as well get what you can get out of him. It's not like they're doing anything. What if the Lakers just get like all the best players somehow? Miraculously, they Wouldn't get Andre Drummond too. Wouldn't be surprised. Andre Drummond comes over with Derrick Rose. Andre Drummond. And they get McGee and Kuzma. Andre Drummond for McGee and Kuzma? I don't think that yeah. the Pistons should do that. No, they shouldn't. No. However, German has proven to be not like a super positive player to have on the court. Like he can he he's gets not twenty he... boards a game or whatever, but defensively, Drummond not pretty slow. seems like one of those guys who is he plays to the level of his team. 
You know, right. Yeah, I see that. He could get a little lost when he's playing for yeah. the Pistons, and maybe if he's playing for the Lakers, if he's playing for the 76ers, someone more yeah. relevant. He'd like be... we were saying earlier, he's kind of that that type of player is just fading from the NBA. Everyone's going small. Yeah, he's not as good. I'd say yeah. I'd rather have Capella because he I doesn't think. shoot from the outside. Yeah, he can't shoot. Yeah, he yeah. he. I mean, he's dominant getting rebounds, like you said, yeah. and playing in the paint. But that's just not what the game is anymore. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Capella. Yeah, pretty sure. All right. Uh, Little little XFL talk before we hit the road. Oh, big time! So can't wait. While it is obvious that the XFL is kind of a silly topic, it is something that's happening, and it is football. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we love football. So Saturday freaking, was it? So Cardale Jones on ABC. That's where that's where um, the fucking AAF went wrong. They didn't get like a deal with anybody. Yeah. They were they were playing on like, like that's network. true. Yeah, like not on any big time like cable providers where it's just like kind of generic for everybody mm-hmm. to see it and least... team up with netflix they should have they really honestly that might work something like that because everybody has netflix i was trying to think of the one tv streaming service that, that everyone has prime. yeah prime or one. netflix yeah facebook watch is another kind of thing that's trying to yeah. become like a, a or even youtube i guess YouTube. youtube would be massive yeah. yeah but i think something like like netflix would be best just because i think netflix is like the broadest platform and like the one thing netflix doesn't have Compared to like, yeah, compared to like Hulu or Amazon is sports. Like even Amazon gets like Thursday night football and things like that. And uh, yeah, obviously Hulu gets like sports. If if Netflix did that, would you think XFL would survive? So that's probably why, that's why it doesn't happen because Netflix doesn't believe in the XFL. Like nobody really does. I think the XFL is in as good of a position as they can be in. Yeah. They have ESPN and ABC. Yeah, it's pretty big time. That's huge. So do you think they're going to come back next year? I think the, 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 Saturday ones on Fox because they kept repre- they kept. I like, think the Saturday ones on ABC. I like they kept see the posting about it. On, it could be on though. Fox. But I mean, I like see the line on that. What's the line for the XFL having season like, two next yeah, year? Well, over under a year and a half or something. Apparently, like that. Vince yeah. McMahon, who's like the money of this cor- company, he said he he has enough money in there for three seasons. Okay. Because he really wants to get it off off you know. It's our, that's it, that's I interesting. Mean, the AAF yeah. literally didn't even make it through a season. I think the XFL has a big enough brand like the WWE behind it. I mean, we can make all the jokes we want about the WWE, but they make. I mean, they do world worldwide tours year round and make crazy crazy money. It's it's literally one of the most popular sports in America. <laughs> as silly as it is, yeah, it is entertaining. I, I can't remember the last time I saw Texas has two teams, man. Yeah. We're pretty lucky. So that's there's but, only eight teams. I'll, I'll read them off if you want. Yeah, no, so what we're gonna do Okay yeah knowing basically hard. nothing about any of these teams. Die hard. We're all gonna pick a team and we're gonna follow it as okay. if it were my Chicago Bears, Josh's Indianapolis Colts or Lincoln's um Oh, I need to look at the rosters, yeah. but I'll go with the DC Defenders. That's what I'm thinking right now. Okay. You got Pat can Matt, I, no, can no, I we're change? We're not looking at rosters, Lincoln. No, what? Just, we're not looking at rosters. as is. Okay, Stop dang it. it. You already picked the DC Defenders. All right, I'm done. down. Okay. Right, you got they Pep look pretty Hamilton. cool. Pep Hamilton's your coach. Okay. That's Oh, fired. I chose the right. I got Cardell Jones, man. That was pretty good. Fired uh, Indianapolis Colts OC. I'll take the Seattle Dragons as yeah. my go-to team. Because you came from Seattle. Because I was in Seattle. There were actually like... And dragons are fucking sweet. The coolest one. Very cool. There were ac- there was actually like signage all over Seattle for the Seattle Dragons. That's yeah. what's up. I found kind of ironic, but obviously like makes sense. It was probably trying, just dragon graffiti, trying, you know, dude. Seattle's a massive sports like city. Like, yeah. not, like not even just the Seahawks or the... Or the 
uh, Mariners, but yeah. even the the soccer team is huge. It's yeah. massive. And, and even the basketball think, team, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think a big part is Vancouver's right there. Like it's Seattle's a huge metropolitan area. Next in line to get a, a basketball team to get the basketball team back, basically. They should be the Supersonics back, again. Okay, see. Yeah. They, if they name them anything other than the Supersonics, that would be a crime. Yeah. Like the Supersonics were such a good team name. Super like, Suckers. They're cool. Yeah. Seattle Super Soakers. Baltimore Bullets. Bring those guys back. Washington Bullets. I thought it was Baltimore Bullets. That was Washington Bullets. I I remember the Washington Bullets, but yeah, Baltimore sounds better. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore Bullets. But I'm pretty sure Seattle's an extra basketball. But I got the Seattle Dragons. I'll look up the Seattle Dragons roster and see if there's anybody. All right. uh, I'm going to pick the St. Louis Battlehawks for... uh, Do you know anybody on that roster? No. I'm going to pick them for three reasons. Number one... I feel bad for the St. Louis Rams. Yeah. I feel bad yeah. for the city of St. Louis. Yep. Yep. Uh, losing the Rams. Uh, two, I'm a big Midwest sports guy. You know? There's no Chicago team. There's no oh, yeah. Indianapolis team. Jim Zorn. He's the head coach and GM of, wow. the, that's of the, the Seattle yeah, Dragons. Bill Belichick here. Yeah. That's the only Midwest team. Exactly. Yeah. It really is. And they have uh, blue and white. Nice. Colts. You know, it's basically the Colts. Basically the Colts. Holy cow. Right, I actually need to write this down. I did all the old Rams fans, did they become Colts fans? Uh, a few, yeah. They became uh, Colts fans, but then I think maybe a few of them have probably just like jumped over ship to the Kansas City Chiefs. Nice. I have right in the middle. I, I was recently talking to a guy who was from, or he is from St. Louis, and he said that he still supports the Rams like with all of his heart. And he lives in yeah. San Antonio. I feel like. I mean, like, it'd be really hard because, granted, like, the Bears are a, a, a classic franchise who are never mm-hmm. going to leave their city. But, like, I just feel like I couldn't support a team if they just abandoned my yeah. city. I just Come don't on. think, I, it, it just feels weird to me. Right. Yeah, but so, I guess that guy, he abandoned his city, too. He, he did. Here. He did. There is, like, really weird, like, very old, still very salty. So did you. You guys both abandoned your cities. Wait a second. I'm the only one that stood in my city. Hey, man, if it were up to me, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have came here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were I, never in Indianapolis. Yeah, no. I wasn't. Yeah. I have yeah. been. How did you become a Colts fan? Just because you never had this conversation? Peyton Manning. Kind of. He I saw his, his so, eyes. So my dad is a, is a massive football fan. Well, I wouldn't say massive, but, but growing up, he liked to watch every single game. Uh, but he really hated Jerry Jones because uh, Tom Landry is from my hometown. Huh. And Jerry Jones fired Tom Landry. So he said, fuck Jerry Jones. I'm not following the Cowboys anymore. That's Dang. fair. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so at that point, he would just watch football. And me and my oldest, me and my older sister. Tom Landry we, must have been the only white guy in town. Uh, no, at that point, it was actually pretty, pretty oh, heavily white. different? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so my... And that's my, McAllen? M- Mission. Mission, okay. Yeah. So my, Mission's my, pretty big, right? No. It's smaller not? than McAllen. Oh, well, McAllen to me is pretty big. Yeah. Have you been? Oh, I've driven through. I've never really spent much time there. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it seems fine. Oh, it just looks like suburbia to me. Yeah, it, is. it definitely is. But yeah, Mission's uh, slightly smaller, but it's right next to it. Uh, but anyways, uh, so my oldest sister, she you know married her husband, and he's a massive Cowboys fan, so she she roots with the Cowboys, watches every single game. Uh, my middle sister, uh, I, she rode the wave of the Pittsburgh Steelers when they won around, like when they beat the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna run with this team. That's fair. So she she's been a Steelers fan ever since, and uh, yeah, I've been I was a Colts fan. Uh, the season they lost to the Steelers in the playoffs before they won the Super Bowl, I was like nine years old when that happened. Yeah. And then the next season, I was like I was like, man, I can't believe the Colts lost to the Steelers. I'm gonna pay attention to them, and I did from, te- from when I was ten years old, and they won. 
that uh, Super Bowl, and I, I've been a fan ever since. That was some bullshit, man. That was some bullshit. Yeah. Fucking yeah. It's a beautiful I'm, story. I still remember being 10 years old at my neighbor's house watching the AFC Championship game between the Patriots and the uh, and uh, the Colts. And I remember that Reggie Wayne catch where it hits him in the chest and it pops up into the air and Reggie Wayne just <laughs> holds it down. Uh, so that that's why I'm a Colts fan. It's just those years and I've just been I stuck with him. And Marvin since. Harrison, though, he was a murderer, huh? Yeah, Marvin Harrison. Did murder a guy. He did kill a guy. Probably got away. Probably. Yeah. Uh, big Reggie Wayne fan. Big Dominic Rhodes fan. Uh, loved uh, Bob Sanders. Loved Robert Mathis. Gary Brackett. All these guys. So, yeah. Tariq Lynn. Yeah, uh, Jeff Saturday. All these old school. Even though that offensive line was just great. I mean, I'm so. surprised you didn't bring it up. Huh. 2020 Hall of Fame class. Edrin James. Edrin James, yes. What, highly deserving. Finally. Highly I think it was deserving. four years in a row that he had yeah. to get in it. Was Reggie it? Wayne didn't get a first ballot, which I, I don't, don't think, think he should have. first ballot. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think he, he'll get in there. I'm glad Troy Polamalu was first ballot. Finally. Troy, Pol- Troy Polamalu is maybe, but I mean, Brian Urlacher's a little different because I was so close to it, but... Troy Polamalu, I feel like, is the first guy to get into the Hall of Fame, at least for me, who I, like, so clearly remember their college career Mm -hmm. and their whole NFL career. Like, Troy Polamalu dominating at USC. Like, I think Carson Palmer was on that team, too. And, like, I think Reggie Bush might have been on that team. That whole whole USC team was absolutely sad. Troy Polamalu, one of the most dynamic defensive players of all time. But, I mean, Edron James, Troy Polamalu, Isaac Bruce... Not horrible. Yeah. Not a horrible good, class. Good lineup. Next yeah. year is uh, Peyton Manning's eligible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I really want to go to Canon for that. That would be worth it. Cool. That'd be worth it for sure. Let's for go sure. to the draft, man. In, In Vegas, Vegas, bro. I'm about it. In Vegas. I'm about it. So what's the date again? April 20-something? It's got to be something. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's April. So are we going to talk about lines as far as the XFL goes? Uh, yeah, we have no idea, man. Come on. We don't know what the, the hell we're doing. The NFL draft is April 23rd. That's the, okay. day, that's the day after my uh, wedding anniversary. All right. April Three 22nd. days after 420, hey, man. Hey. Two more months. And this year, the whole month is 420. Hey. Hey. How about that? You're going to smoke the weed. Yeah. No, no it's mean, illegal that's in Texas. That's illegal in here. Come on, man. I only do that in Seattle. You did it? Shh, no. Okay. I did. What? They heard you. It was crazy. That's the place to do it in Washington. Yeah, They've got the dispensaries everywhere. Yeah, it was bizarre. You go to Colorado, you can only find it in like Denver, downtown. Vegas, Vegas, and some Seattle. Places, well, but... I only we only went to one in Seattle. There, I mean, but they were all around. There was yeah, just one that everywhere was kind of close yeah. to us. Legalized. Yes, California's weed. probably like that now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everywhere. California's cool, man. I've never bought. Uh, never went to the dispensary. It's a bizarre thing. I just hmm. go and smell them all and leave. It's a. It's just a weird thing, they man. Smell great. Oh, could bathe in that smell, man. Oh yeah, I do actually. Yeah. All right. Have you guys heard much about hemp homes? No. You know, so they build. Homes out of hemp. You can make basically any product with it. Yeah. There's actually a lot of theories. That's like a magical. Yeah, a big reason why. You can do anything um, with it. A big reason why weed became illegal is because hemp was the biggest competitor competitor with timber back in the day, like a hundred years and, ago. And paper, because you could also write on it. Yeah, yeah. So like that was a hundred years ago before oil companies took over the world. Yeah. Timber companies were kind of like oil companies. Um, but yeah, hemp homes are like they're bug resistant, water resistant, earthquake, earthquake resistant, mold resistant. Do you think if if we would have went the route of hemp, that we would be a far more advanced civilization. Maybe not. I think at there this is point, something to be but... said about um, psychedelics and things like that that uh, kind of expand the mind 
make you think a little bit differently around the world. And Definitely. I don't think that the man likes that too much. They like us uh, to be uncreative. Well, no, I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm thinking about uh, when it comes to like well, yeah, global yeah. warming and whatnot. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, it would help with that as well. Without a doubt. It could, could probably be used as some sort of fuel as well, I would imagine, right? Okay, so we're going to get into these lines because I figured out two of them that I'm interested in. Lincoln, we got a big matchup oh. this weekend. Saturday, 2 p.m., 1 cow. Central. The Seattle Dragons Shit. take on the D.C. Defenders. Fuck. Your shitty that's, team versus my shitty that's team. A, that's a rivalry matchup. That's a matchup. And okay. uh, unfortunately for me, the D.C. Defenders are favored by seven. Woo! Huge, I picked a good team. Huge line. I just I like the name. That's why just I chose seven? them. Just seven. Oh, wow. Well, They don't like, so, they don't like halves. I mean, for we me... We got Cardell Jones versus Brandon Silvers at quarterback. <laughs> Cardell, so, so all day. So, for me, this is pretty obvious. I'm going to go with the draft. Hey, bro, you got Kenneth Farrow as your running back, though. They also have Keenan Reynolds, who was... Uh, he played at... I got Rashad Maybe. Ross, too. Come on. My dude. I need to look up this battle. I got Rashad Ross. I know all about this. Oh, you got Come Eli Rodgers. Oh, and I got Eli Rodgers, too. Rashad Ross and Eli Rogers. Wow, that's great. You already know I knew that. Eli Rogers is all right. So I'm just going to put you down for picking the defenders. I'm taking the Dragons. Uh, Josh. Uh, I love me some Cardell Jones. Let's go, defenders. Hey, Tompkins. Tompkins. Um, it wasn't he with the Patriots not long ago. DeAndre Tompkins. That's not right. I. You know what? I actually kind of regret not picking the DC Defenders as my team because you know what they say is that too late. Defenses win championships. That is true. That is true. Well, I'll tell you the So the, they kind of uh, won. In a minute. They kind of won by just naming their team the Defenders. So, well, based on the teams that we have picked, um the who did we pick? I picked the Defenders, Dragons and Renegade yeah. and, and the Battlehawks, not the Renegades. Bro, you don't have a chance, man. The I'm DC sorry. Defenders actually have the highest percentage or highest XFL odds to win the Super Bowl XFL oh, Bowl. At nine to two. Wow. Yeah. Basically. They're a good team. They're the third favorite. Battlehawks at coming in at fourth. Hey, Renegades got to be up there. To two. Oh, shit. And then the Dragons at eight to one. Oh, let's bet on the Renegades, guys. Let's put the whole funds of the podcast onto the Renegades to win this. Yeah, they should be higher up. Judging by uh, the who's DraftKings the quarterback, the DraftKings salaries have Renegades as the most expensive by far. Who's the, who's the Renegades quarterback? Do you let's know? Let's see here. Let's check it out, guys. Oh, Landry Jones, but he's questionable. Oh, Shit, questionable dude. He's already. shooting shooting for week one and labeled week two a likely worst-case scenario. Well, let's, let's hold out. Hope but Landry, Landry Jones, Jones that's, that might be the best quarterback in the pool here. Probably. Well, Josh Johnson's the most expensive. Then Cardell Jones, Matt McGloin, Connor Cook. Landry right. Jones falls in pretty late, but that questionable tag... Well, Lincoln, Probably dropped his salary. We're going to assign you some homework this weekend where you have to watch all these games, break them down, and then come back with a, come back with your whole In-depth. analysis that on each and great. every team. That sounds great. Wait, Jordan be- Tamu, where is he from? I remember Hawaii. He sounds Ole like Miss. Hawaii. Ole Miss, okay. Yeah, he went to Ole Miss. So he was yeah, yeah. the quarterback for University. the St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, and he, uh, he played with A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. That's right. So, I remember he was he's a dual he threat guy. Yeah, I played him in uh, fantasy quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. How dual threat guy for be, sure. Man. I don't know. But the see that the main guy that I think the Battlehawks have on their team is not Christine Michaels, the running back. It is Marquette King, the puncher. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, when you when you can control solid. the field position game, yep. you control the game. Exactly. That's what they say. So I'm gonna Spruce. Take- when you were mentioning that Bears Tanner Gentry earlier, it made yeah. me think of Nelson Spruce. Yeah. He's kind of the same guy that's always off-season hype guy. He's actually one of the most expensive receivers in this pool, though. Oh, yeah. I've been a Marquette King. He wasn't even like Sammy team All Pro in 2016. 
Sammy Coates. I think that Coates. was mostly for his swag. I Sammy guess. Coates is out there? Yeah, he's the number three most expensive flex. <laughs> so you can put a running back or a wide receiver That's in your flex. Funny. Number one, of course, Rashad Ross. You know, my, my boy. All right. Well, I Sorry, think guys. I picked a great team. Is it Christine Michael? Yeah, Christine it Michael's is. on the Bad Hawks. Huh. That's pretty cool, Stat, man. bro. Stat. I'm a little jealous of that. I like my team. Mm. All right. Is there anything else we want to get into? Guys, we weren't really all that serious about our XFL talk. We are... Uh, not? I'm not. Well, we're going to get serious. We're going to get serious. We're going to be that. This DraftKings slate, fan. it locks in 87 hours, 41 minutes, and 50 seconds. All right, you got a lot of time to research. Like, oh, not a whole lot. Yeah, you got to really yeah. get the perfect lineup. Hey, in. send us your lineups, and we'll collude. Yep, yep, and our and your money. We'll take down the Millie Maker, just like those Bachelorette people. All right, now that we've gotten our Bachelorette talk in for this, uh, this week's episode, mm-hmm. anything else, guys? I love you, Tom. I love you, Josue. Or I like to call you uh, Josu. Have you ever been called Josu? Uh, let's not get into that. Oh, sorry, man. But uh, Josue works very well. I like Josu. Josue yeah. it is. Josu is hilarious. All right, guys. Josh. You can follow me you. at Thomas underscore Barry. You can follow Josh at... Josh underscore second. Or Lincoln at... Lincoln DFS. And you can follow uh, the Film Room account at uh, the Film RM on Instagram or Twitter. I'm going to give you guys the password so y'all can handle the Instagram if you guys want. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Adios. Peace.